Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Former Razorback quarterback Austin Allen and Austin, it's been a while, man. Appreciate you joining the show. How you doing this afternoon? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I'm doing well. Well, real well. Well, good deal, man. And I just uh, guess we can start with the news of your old quarterback and coach and offensive coordinator coming back to Arkansas to be the OC and quarterback coach once again, man. What are your thoughts and reactions to that? Yeah, how about that? I was just watching the Arkansas basketball game last night. Not, I mean, refs last night were awful, by the way. Might as well get that one out there. And then that ESPN ticker came across that Arkansas is finalizing the deal with, with Coach Enos, and I didn't know if it was real or fake or anything like that. And then, you know, woke up this morning, saw the deal was finalized, saw Arkansas tweeted out. I'm, I'm pumped. Um, you know, I thought Kendall did a great job uh, the years that he was here, and uh, just from my experience with Coach Enos, I mean, these these, these players that are there, that they're, they're going to get a deeper level of understanding of, of the offense, football, um, and just a great coach and, and guy overall. So what can we expect to see from a Dan Enos offense? We've seen it before, but, you know, just kind of in depth, what, what can we expect to see? Yeah, you know, after looking at his offenses from, from when I played back in 2016-17 to, to Maryland's offenses last year, it's, it's changed quite a bit, and, and I think that just shows that he's able to uh, adjust and, and um, you know, adapt to the players around him, where you saw Maryland, a lot of pistol, a lot of gun. Um, what, what we're going to see, though, is a lot of shifts, motions, um, you know, a lot of play action passing, and and I think he's going to adapt to KJ's skill set, which is going to be a huge help. Um, there, there's going to be a lot more, I think, full field progression reads where it's not just going to be one one A one B. It's going to be one two three four. Uh, so that gives the quarterback a bunch of options. Where um, I think it's going to be great for KJ, just you know, with his draft stock and everything like that, being able to get in an offense like this where it is pro style concepts, um, at least from what I can remember, and then. Uh, the, the way Coach Enos is going to be able to tailor it to his skill set, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch for, for Arkansas fans this upcoming year. I know if you look at the numbers back in, in 2015, you had a, a situation where your brother Brandon threw for over 3,000 yards and you had Alex Collins rush for over 1,000 yards. And then in the next year, you have you who throw for over 3,000 yards and then Raleigh Williams rushes for over 1,000 yards. So it wasn't just like he is, is able to just have one or two players that makes it work. You mentioned adapting. What is it about him that is it just utilizing this player's strengths? Is it about mm-hmm. his system? Just what makes him able to have such success yeah. with the players he's got? You know, one thing I'll always remember is he says he wants to be balanced, right? So what what people think what that means is you got to run for 250, throw for 250, you're balanced. Well, that's not how games work, where you, you get in the flow of the game, and some games you're going to have to throw for 450 yards to win that game or rush for 450 yards. Um, and I think you saw that uh, within that 2015-16 year where, um, you know, we were – the games that we were able to run the ball get – get good yards on first, second down, and and then kind of open up that play-action passing game um, kind of leads to those numbers at the end of the year where, um, you know, if the passing game's not working and, and the run game's getting six yards a pop, we're going to rely on that. But um, for him, it's, it's putting his skill players in the right position to be successful. So, um, you know, A.C., J. Will, B.A., Brandon that, that year, uh, Hatch, Drew Morgan, they, they all took leaps and bounds. Uh, when they were able to get into that system um, and become the, the players all fans remember uh, um, from being in that system, getting coached under him. 
How would you describe Coach Enos's coaching style and maybe his personality? Yeah, uh, he, he's going to coach him hard. Um, he, he's going to love him, and he's going to coach him hard. Um, you know, there's the knowledge that I got within those three years with him. Um, you know, I, I still talk to people this day of, of how much I learned, how much I developed as a quarterback, as a person, as a football player under him. Where um, you know those those days when you're at you know, practice and you're throwing routes on air and you might miss two in a row. Well, that's, you know, routes on air, he's going to expect you as a SEC quarterback to hit those 100% of the time. And he's going to let you know about it. So uh, he, he's very detail-oriented, uh, you know, a great coach, but also uh, a great guy. So I think, I think it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve where uh, maybe some things that might have gotten overlooked you know, he might have a different eye on, on things, whether it be in the film room or on the practice field. So um, I, I know those players there, they're, they're going to love their time with them, uh, and, and they're really going to grow as a football player um, in the playbook, on the field, and, and uh, I, I'm excited for it. Speaking with Austin Allen, former Razorback quarterback here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. Austin, I know is only just for one year, but – uh, what was the relationship or what did you feel like it was with Danny Enos and Sam Pittman being on staff together back in 2015 when you were there and now seeing it to where Sam Pittman's actually going to be ahead of uh, being the head coach for Danny Enos as an OC? Just what do you remember maybe about that relationship that they have? And Because a lot of people thought that they didn't necessarily get along or wasn't on the same page, but if he's hiring them back, he obviously had uh, zero problem with him and enjoyed having him on staff uh, part of it in 2015. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak to anyone's relationship, but I, from what I saw as a player, um, they worked great together. Where, um, you know, being able to co- coach Pitts is such a great mind when it comes to the offensive side of the ball, getting the guys ready to play, um, and then the blocking schemes and all that. And, and then Coach Enos, the way they were able to combine and, and work together to come up with a game plan week in and week out that um, really exploited these defenses by, by those two, you know, getting getting in the film room, drawing up their their um, decisions, their thoughts, their processes, and then coming up to a conclusion with the, with the game plan at the end of the week. So um, I, I think it's a very compatible relationship, or not a compatible, compatible relationship where they both respect each other. They both respect um, how they got in the position that they're in today. And, um, you know, it's it, it, that 2015 year was a special offense, and, and I'm hoping um, – we, we can do that again here in 2023. Expand on that for just a bit, if you could, Austin. Some of the moments, some of the memories that stand out to you from playing in Coach Enos's offense. Yeah, I mean, it, the way he's able to get the quarterback to um, have a an answer on every play, if that makes sense, where, um, you know, you might have an alert, you, then you he just teaches it so well where before the snap you have a game plan. Where, where you, he's able to teach the coverages, teach the progressions, why, the why behind um, the reason that that play is called. And I think that that starts in spring ball, whenever they start up spring ball, um, all through fall camp, into the season where he's always teaching. He's just a great teacher um, that's going to really get the players, not just the quarterbacks, but the wide receivers, O-line, running backs, um, to know the reasoning behind um, the play call and, and being able to teach, um, especially with Coach Pittman, the running backs, O-line, the blocking schemes, everything like that, where you know what everyone on the field is supposed to be doing. So 
Um, I think that goes to his teaching uh, uh, capabilities and then also just the offensive structure and scheme that he runs um, that, that, that kind of makes his offense work anywhere he goes. So for the quarterbacks, it seems like there are a lot of options. Are there options to maybe change the play or check out of the play? I, I, you know, he, he gives he – gives, uh, obviously there's different play calls where if it's just a run up the gut, and uh, you're going to run that. But also there, there's also checks you can do within the defensive structure. If they're showing a three-tech versus one-tech, you can kind of switch it up uh, in that sense. But um, – what I'm more referring to is within those pass concepts, right? So you're going to have a lot of crossers to go along with the deep shot. So if they're playing a certain coverage, you always have an answer to it. Um, there's also built-in uh, routes where, you know, if the read might be to the right, but if the defense is, you know, giving you that free five-yard out route, take it. So he, he just – there's there's nuances within the offense um, that uh, – it just gives everyone, you know, answers to the questions, if, if that makes sense, where it's not – you're not getting the snaps guessing. He, he's going to rep it. He's going to teach it where everyone's on the same page, page each snap. Austin, I've always liked it, uh, looking back at some of the moments, especially when uh, you were playing in 2016 with Dan Enos, is I like to refer to him as an offensive coordinator with the balls. I mean, that's the way I looked at it because against Louisiana <laughs> Tech in the first game, uh, I remember there was a fourth down call there to Jeremy Sprinkle to go get the go-ahead touchdown. He had the TCU game next where you guys desperately needed a two-point conversion and you run a wide receiver pass back to you in the end zone. You had the play with Jared Cornelius handing it off against Ole Miss to him to take the lead. It just seemed like in those games and in that year when the game was on the line, had to have a score, had to have a play, it was usually not always unorthodox, but definitely some very courageous calls there. Is that kind of just his mentality of, uh, having the confidence not only in his team but also in the play calling ability. Well, I, I think it's I think it's also a testament to the players, um, you know, trusting in him. You know, when when those big calls happened, it wasn't just a shock that oh my god we're we're running this reverse double pass. It's it's something that we rep uh, all throughout the week. It's something that we started in in game plan uh, in spring ball where everyone's on the same page, knowing. Knowing the whole offense, not being surprised by anything, and then also, you know, just he has such a good feel of the flow of the game uh, when he when he's calling plays, where he's always keeping the defense off balance. Where who would have thought that uh, I would have ran the ball in for against TCU? I wasn't that fleet of foot at all. Um, so uh, just just the way he's able to call the game, keep the defense uh, on their toes, where where there, you know, there, there's a bunch of shifts, motions, eye candy, um, where it might start, you know. Tied into the right, jump him over to the left, bring the bring the wide receiver in motion, and you know just run a a, a power play up the middle. But all that just it, it gets people off their gaps, it gets people's eyes moving. Where um, you know instead of just lining up, running the ball, uh, it, it can pop a big one at any time. Danny knows as an offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, what can this do for KJ Jefferson with his game continuing to get better? Oh man, he he is one of the best coaches, if not the best coach I've been around when it, when it comes to uh, one calling plays and then also teaching the aspects of being a quarterback uh, where I, I don't think I would have been where I was at if, if he didn't come in that 2015 year. And um, I just, I, I could see myself getting better every single day. I was in the meeting on the field with them uh, doing quarterback drills, just the way he teaches coaches pocket posture. I mean, it, it, it's really, it, it's, it was a lot of fun to be in that meeting where you just absorbed so much knowledge. So for KJ, um, 
it's going to be a learning curve, learning a different type of offense. Um, you know, however they called the plays before might be, you know, completely different. All the concepts typically are kind of the same, but just completely different verbiage. So uh, I think what's going to be a big help for KJ is, is getting in the offseason with him, where, where summer he's going to give him full detailed, you know, uh, uh, prep basically of, of what to expect with QB drills to do in the summer, ways to work on his speed, his arm, his accuracy, his timing, ball placement, and then that's going to be on KJ and the wide receivers to uh, really take ownership of that plan and, and, and rep it in the summer where um, whenever fall comes, it, it, it looks seamless. So I, I think for KJ, just being in this offense where it's a full field read um, and then the way Coach Enos is able to uh, coach coach the mechanics of the quarterback is going to be a huge help. Speaking with Austin Allen, former Razorback here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Brattle Fine Jewelry Hotline. Austin, you kind of alluded to it a little bit there, but as far as a quarterback who has to change systems, have, have a new play caller, a new coach into place, uh, sometimes people look at it and say, oh, that may be a difficult, it may be a bad thing for the quarterback, and you went into some of the positives. But what that what is that like? Because uh, I know you went through it as a quarterback where you have one system, one coach, one type of deal, and then the next year it's something completely different. Is that something that's difficult, or is it something that's maybe a little bit easier than what people realize? You know, I, I really, really enjoyed coaching as a system where it – if from the outsider, my, if I call the play, it sounds pretty confusing. But the way he's able to teach it, the way he's able to, um, you know, direct it to the players, where it, it clicks, right? So it, it is difficult to go from, from you know, you might call all goes one thing, and then a new coach comes in and they call it a completely different thing, even though it's the exact same concept. So um, it, it is a learning curve, but that's why they have spring ball. That's why they have summer. Summer workouts, that's what they have, fall camp, uh, to be able to uh, learn it, absorb it, and by the time, you know, August rolls around, it's like the back of their hand. So um, it, it will be a learning curve, especially in spring ball. Um, but, you know, that's, that's up to the players and the coaches to, to really uh, uh, teach that to make sure that everyone's on the same page whenever a call gets called. Austin, exciting time for you and your family, your brother Brandon. With Cincinnati Bengals, they are in the playoffs, making a run. Yep, you're gonna make the trip to Buffalo. Uh, yeah, probably not gonna make the trip to Buffalo. As much fun as, as much fun as going up to Buffalo and in, in the end of January sounds. I'm gonna, hmm. I'm gonna hope that they beat the Bills and the Chiefs beat the Jaguars. So, uh, the AFC Championship games in KC, where I'm at right now. So, um, I'm, I'm gonna wait on that one. But uh, yeah, it's, I couldn't be happier for them. Um, you know, just the past few years they've had as the Bengals organization being able to go to the Super Bowl, um, and then the way they're playing now. I mean, uh, all, all all signs point towards um, you know, hope, hopefully they're able to get by Buffalo this week and and uh, get things rolling into Arrowhead next week if, if Chiefs can get by the Jags. Yeah, it's kind of a funny moment there, too, yesterday. Joe Burrow goes to the press conference. He's actually got Brandon's jersey on. Which, I'm, uh, sure Brandon, I'm sure Brandon told him to put that on just so Brandon could get a little Twitter pub um, <laughs> yeah. throughout throughout the week, get his name trending on Twitter a little bit. Yeah, well, I saw that, and it made me laugh, but then it also made me think. I'm like, this is, hey, listen, he was he was number 10. You were the number 8. Does that kind of bother you a little bit? That it's That's, like, that's your number, right? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't bother me at all. I, he was uh, – he was, he, at Arkansas, when he first got there, he was 13 as a freshman and moved to 10. High school, he was number 18. So he, he's kind of been all over with uh, with numbers. But, uh, you know, if an NFL team's going to give you that number, shoot, 
take 99 if that's the case. So it, it doesn't matter. So uh, for me, I, I'm just happy for him. And, um, you know, it's crazy to think he's been in the league seven years now and, and doing so well. It, it's truly awesome. Well, Austin, it would seem wearing a number eight. He's representing for you. That's what's going on. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's 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 right. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, go with that one too, uh, Austin. And uh, real quick though, man, before we let you get out of here, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, just, what do you think about the current state going forward with Razorback football? I know we talked a lot about Enos, and I know you're excited about it, but just overall, the defense, Sam Pittman, and and the roster, and everything that they're dealing with, just. What, how do you feel about heading into spring practice and heading into the next, next year? Because a lot of fans were disappointed with 6-6, six and six, but do you feel like it's still got a lot of reason to be hopeful that next year will be better? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I trust in everything that Sam's doing. Uh, you see some of the guys that he recruited out of high school and then is able to get in the transfer portal where um, hopefully those guys are able to come in and, and make an impact right away where uh, college football is a little I, it, I don't even recognize it right now from, from the time that I finished in 2017 to, to now with the whole transfer portal NIL and, and all that stuff. So um, I think the way he's, he's able to mix the, the high school recruits with the transfer portal, being able to dip in there and, and get some guys. Um, you know, the SEC is a competitive league, right? So everyone's, everyone's losing guys. Everyone's getting guys in the transfer portal. Um, Last year, we, we had a few games where it came down to that last play. So six wins, it could have been you know, nine, ten wins. No one wants to hear that. But um, everyone's good in the SEC. It, it, there's, no, there's no buy a win or anything like that when you're in that gauntlet. So, um, you know, hopefully the ball bounces our way a few more times this year. But, um, you know, I, I think the way he's running the program, the way those guys still believe in him and, and play hard each and every week. I think that's a testament to him, to his coaching staff, and the players on, on campus right now. So um, I couldn't be more excited for it. I'm, I'm trying to get down, see a few spring practices, you know, go back, say hello to Coach Enos, Coach Pitt, and all, all those guys. And um, For me, I, uh, as long as you got K.J. Rocket, those guys, I mean, uh, I, I think K.J. is one of, if not the best quarterback in college football. I mean, he's proven it week in, week out the past two years. And uh, I think as a university, as a state, we should be very, very lucky that, that he's lining up under center for us. Uh, there's no doubt about it, Austin. We really appreciate you joining us, man. Great stuff. Appreciate you hopping on. Enjoy Kansas City. And hopefully you get your wish where you'll be able to see your brother play there in uh, Kansas yep. City yep, for yep. the AFC title. That'd be nice. Holding out hope for that one. Holding out hope. But, uh, no, thank, thanks for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. And it's always great talking to you guys.